Hey, bestie. You know what I don't have time for? Oh, my God. I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, Mavs. Hi, Jim and Mavs. My name is Sam. I don't have time for this week. Imposter syndrome. Toddler support. Hi. I'm looking up. What do I do with that? Thank you. Hello. Welcome to Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. It's Friday. Bitches. I'm your host, Kate Revs. And Gemma Peanut. On, on the, the gram. gram. <laughs> Welcome to Friday. Hope <sighs> you're going out tonight. Lol. As if. What mum is going out on a Friday? No mum ever. Body and a potty. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Wine, wine, wine. Whatever you need. Whatever you need to get through the start of the weekend. Maybe you'd like a tall, ice cold glass of Delemonade. Do we have some Delemons to turn into Delemonade? Do we have a DL on the hotline? Let's see. Who called today? Hi, Gemma and Kate. My name's Julia. I was hoping actually to get your take on moving in for the first time with your partner. Ooh. I am one of your non-mum followers, so I just thought it'd be really funny and I'm sure that you would have some hilarious stories behind it as well. So if you have any thoughts or any fun ground rules that you have to put in place or like that you had issues the first time that you moved in or like even and just choosing what furniture and things like that. Thanks so much and have a wonderful week. Oh, Jules, it's not a dilemma now because <laughs> you haven't done it yet. Can I just quickly say, I always marvel at how we have so many non-mum slash not yet mums or mums to be listeners. DLs who aren't mums. Yeah. Welcome DLs who aren't mums. We yeah. love it. We love it. Hope we don't scare you off the um, next stage of your life. Everybody's welcome here. Absolutely. Okay, so moving in with her partner. Sounds like she really likes him. So that's like, you know, tick, tick. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ground rules that need to be laid down when you move in with someone. I'm all about managing those expectations. You are, and you're all about the ground rules. So hit us with some. Well, I just think it's important to talk domestic duties. Yes. Just get that one done. Get Who's done. doing what? Yes. List it out. We've talked about this you on the podium. You can make it cute and sexy, right? Like you can be like, now I'm terrible at laundry, but... Don't mind the kitchen. What are you terrible at? And you can sort of do it that way. Make it flirty. Doesn't have to be too serious, does it? No, never. To start with. <laughs> Until you're like, pick your shit up off the bathroom floor before I lose my shit at you again. First of all, I want to commend you on the fact that you even are moving in with your partner. Mm -hmm. I know lots of people, not naming names, who went straight into an engagement and a marriage. All right, shut up. You're <laughs> not naming names, you're looking right at me. <laughs> Yes, I famously moved in with my now ex-husband. We got engaged before we moved in together. Which I just thought was such a brave move. Sure, brave. <laughs> brave, truly. I just, living with someone reveals all. It does. There is no hiding no. behind your toilet habits, Ew. your fingernail clipping Yuck. habits. You know what I can't stand? What? Beard clippings. Ew. Yeah. The sink, clogging yep. up the sink. But I do love a beard, so like mm, swings and roundabouts. Do you? Love a beard. God, that's a whole other subject I desperately want to go into. Do you love a beard? No. You don't like a beard. I, I'm mixed, okay? Like a clean situation. No, 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 no. I'm a fence sitter on this, okay. but we can go into this Wait, another no, no, no. time. Well, I'm not moving past this. I need to know your stance on a beard. Well, I love a bit of scruff. Mm -hmm. I don't like a bushy beard. Oh, like a Ned Kelly beard. Yeah, or a bushy mo. <laughs> a bushy mo. Like a Ned Flanders mo. Vintage. <laughs> no, they're coming back. Are they? Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> So, <laughs> bit of a confession to make. Been watching maths. Yeah. And there's a guy who's got a really thick but straight-haired oh. mo. 
Right. So can you just imagine? It's mm. almost like a sharp fence pointing downwards towards the lips. Yeah. And I feel like when you kiss that, mm-hmm. that shit's like some sort of facial treatment that you yeah. don't want with yeah. all the needles. Oh, yeah. I'm just not vibing it. Yeah. I'm sick for a beard. Why? I don't know. It's very virile, I guess. It's like very hetero man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my vibe. I like a really hetero oh, man. I feel like beards can smell. They smell? can smell. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, the owner of that beard needs to be brought into yeah, life. Yeah, they give me dreadlock vibes. No, I feel no, like no. they'd be harboring some sort of insects in it's there in a colony birds. of birds. Yeah, exactly. Peeping <laughs> out of the beard. Yeah. No, okay. There's beards and there's beards. Okay. Well, I don't how mean, bushy are we talking? I'm like, not too far off the face. But that dude, Rev's just showed me the length <laughs> no. of a beard that she would enjoy, and I'm talking <laughs> Amish length. No, no, I'm not into that. You will. Can I just show you what you did? You yeah. were like, this I like an, a beard that's. This is an audio medium. It's an audio medium. Sorry, okay. DLs. Just imagine your thumb and your index finger. At, I'd say, no, you did more than that. It well, was, I take it back. It I was retract. like a couple of inches below the okay. chin. No, 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 retraction, because yeah. I'm not into that. It needs to be like within their jawline, but full. Yeah, but like... Full and dark, like forget about but it. But groomed? Because yes, there's yes. fuzz... No, 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 groomed. Harking back to the Amish, no, there's no, the no, fuzz no, no. vibe. I don't like the like out of control, just don't do personal grooming vibe. Yeah. But a groomed, thick, full, neat situation, mm. all about it. It's Some- so manly. Problematic? Maybe. Misogynist? Potentially. But uh, into it. One thing I will say is there is a length that is very sandpapery. Oh, like, yes. It's that stubble. You yeah. know what I'm talking Hash about? Rash. Pa- yeah, it's not quite long enough to soften the ends mm. where they mm. develop a bit of a curl. <laughs> it's still very much Spike City. Yeah, no. And no one's got time for Pash Rash. No, no, no. I will say, though, I was very relieved, as I've shared recently on the potty, I was on holiday and I went up north to Cabarita and I went over to a friend's house there and I was really quietly, weirdly stoked that her basin, bathroom basin, had stubble around it because it drives me fucking mental when my husband trims his very short beard and leaves all the clippings i don't mean to sound like a patronizing wife bitch but i'm like (laughs) can you not see yeah that you haven't fully cleaned like they're just they're everywhere you should take him in there by the earlobe and say look what you've done i dare say i might have done something similar (sighs) clean your your mess yeah, it drives me mental. Yeah, so back to cohabitation. Oh, yeah, is that what this episode was about? <laughs> Apparently. But this is relevant because personal grooming, it's going to be part of your life. So my mum has been single for a while and she's always said to me, you know what, I really love my own space. Don't we all? Well, I was always like, no, I like living with someone. I like sharing my life with someone. It's really nice. And I, you know, get quite lonely when I'm on my own without my kids in my house. But I'm only eight months into this new situation and I'm starting to be like, hey, mum, I get it. Yeah. Like my apartment right now is exactly how I like it. Mm. Like everything is exactly where I want it. I find it really easy to keep it neat because there's a place for everything, everything in its place because I'm the only adult in the house. Yeah. I'm the only one controlling that kind of thing. I've downsized all the toys. So we're quite efficient with where they are and where they go. Everything has a little spot. And the idea of someone bringing their shit in, I'm like, first of all, where would you put your clothes? Because I've taken up every drawer, every part of the cupboard. As you should. As I should. Like, where are your shoes going to go? Like, do you have like stuff that's going to go on my shelves in my bathroom that isn't beautiful? Like all my beauty stuff? Like, you're going to put some ugly shaving cream there and like a feral brush? Like, where's your shaving kit going to go? 
you know yeah and every bit of mess is exclusively yours or your kids yes which is different. Kid mess is very different to fellow house dweller yeah. mess. <laughs> fellow house dweller. Yeah. It annoys me. Welcome home, fellow house you dweller. Know, What's like for dinner? The random glass yeah. sitting on the kitchen counter and it's oh, like... Oh, you mean like those glasses? <laughs> so Revs is looking at my bedside table and I have a graveyard of glassware. <laughs> With like different levels of drunk water in them. So I think I need to hydrate more than I actually do in Right. Yes, we've talked about this. Yes, yes. So glasses by the bed, pet peeve for some people. Beard in the sink, massive. Grind your gears. Me, I hate things being left out on the kitchen bench. Such as... Vitamins. So miscellaneous assortment. (laughs) Bottle tops. Like, I like a clean bench top situation because that is like my mental health state. If I can look at my kitchen and be like, ah, cool. The kitchen is sorted. My life is sorted. What about a fruit bowl? Yeah, what about it? Do you have one? Of course. Okay, so it's not a pristine. No, it doesn't have to be like real estate ready. But like again, everything in no real estate ready place would have styled it with some sort of just lemons, just Just lemons lemons in the fruit bowl, and three bottles of San Pellegrino on the bench. Why do they do that? I don't know, but it works. (laughs) I buy it every time. This is why I can't get an air fryer because it's just too much bench real estate. Yeah. See, this whole butler's pantry thing has taken. Yeah, but I don't know. We didn't have them growing up. Sure. Did we? (laughs) But now we can have them. No, I know. But now that I don't have one and everyone on the gram has one, I'm like, I want a butler's pantry. Of course you do. I want a second dishwasher. Of course you do. We didn't have Uber Eats when we were growing up, but now we need it, right? What a deprived childhood. We all must have had (laughs) having one pantry cupboard, all the appliances on the bench tops. I really like the idea of hiding shit away because it really makes you feel in control of your out of control life. To have all your spaces all set up nice. Yeah, messy house, messy mind. Totally. So what about like, for you, it's wet towels on the bed. Oh, wet towels on the bed, not hanging up the bath mat. Hang up the bath mat? Yeah. How do you mean? Okay, so the kids have a bath. Yeah. Splish, splash, splosh, <laughs> fucking water everywhere. Yeah. Bath mat is like under an inch of water okay. on the bathroom floor. And then Splashed. what? It's going to fucking dry oh. sitting there in its own shit. Someone needs to hang that shit up. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever hung a bath mat in my life. Not over the bath? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Would it annoy me if someone didn't? Maybe. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. I'm glad we're on the same page. I cannot handle unkempt toilet behaviors. Whoa. Sort that shit out Clean literally. your friends. That's Get- what I say to hubs. Get rid of any evidence that you were there. Exactly. Exactly. I, it's a problem for me it's too. It's not hard. Yeah. I'm trying to train my kids. Like they're fucking filthy. I'm like, guys, who left this shit in the toilet? Who left this floater here for mum to deal with? No, a floater. Flush it. You can both reach the toilet. Uh, You're both old enough now to make sure it looks like you weren't here. Do your kids handle skiddies? Because no, skiddies is different to a floater. It's all disgusting. But no, skiddies, no, not yet. But I, you know what? They're ready. They're ready. Really? I don't want Teddy or Isla being that person who moves in with someone who's desperately in love with them only for that person to be like, oh, skitties everywhere. Yeah, gross. Gross! I can't do skitties! It's a real romance killer. The other thing I really struggle with is boys who pee on the toilet lip. Not okay. And you know sometimes when you put the toilet seat down and it doesn't fully cover because it's like moves around, it's not secured properly and it sort of slid back a bit and you can see this line of like, 
puddly, dry wee and it's gross. Ugh. Just deal with it, guys. Get a bit of toilet paper, wipe up your mess. Or do my trick, which yep. I've shared before many times in the potty, but let's do a refresh. Let's. I feel like it's changed lives. Is this the half pike double yes. twist? Yes. <laughs> yes, whirlpool drop. Really quickly, guys, in case you've missed it, and if you've heard it before, you'll love hearing it again, I know. You reach behind you, you press the half flush button just as you drop. Okay, just as you drop your poo. So the poo's going into a whirlpool and it's sucked away with the flush. No odor, no skitties, done. Then you wipe your bits and then you do another half flush, which equals a full flush so you're not being wasteful. Okay? It's just such a life hack. Coined by Gemma Peanut. 2021? Yeah, yeah. 2021 vibes. Yeah, so- it's a COVID vibe. I spent a lot of time thinking about how I go to the toilet. <laughs> While living with everyone in your family constantly every day. Correct. So, okay, who picks the furniture? Well, I mean, you do. You do, babe. You pick the furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Don't, don't let him pick the furniture. You know, I do have a girlfriend who is very creative. Yeah. And I would have assumed that she would be the one to take full charge of what pieces of furniture inhabit their home husband has an opinion fuck and like is married to an era oh you know whether it's like mid-century I was say, is it mid-century yes. because my ex loved mid-century men, and i was like no yeah men love mid-century it's or quite masculine or quite mad men industrial Ugh. like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. pipes for legs on the table <laughs> vibes oh. aluminium light yeah. shade yeah nah. oh my god yeah edison so bulbs have had their moment yeah. guys yeah. that came and went in 2003 oh my god that's so true yes but there isn't there something kind of sexy and like you're in a rom-com going furniture shopping together tumbleweed crickets <laughs> uh no i like to shop solo for furniture surprise surprise Jem wants total curation and creative control over her home absolutely hubs has no say and does he want one though no yeah he, so the thing yeah full trust mm, see if you were with someone though who had taste and style mm. and that was important to them you got to negotiate. Do you reckon you go, you get this room and I get this room? Because it would be problematic mm. if you had different styles and you're trying to marry up the two in one space. Maybe it's an omen if you don't have the same style. What, that they're not meant to be not together? Not meant to be. Maybe <laughs> if you were soulmates, you'd just have the same interior style. You'd share the same Pinterest boards and everything would just work out well. That's how life works, right? Oh, absolutely. um i don't know i guess when you're first moving in together when you've come from your own places or she's 24 so share house potentially you might have a few things oh revs we have some share house stories don't we (sighs) don't we ever we did the nightmare flat sharing situation with peeps we really couldn't stand but came off lovely at the start oh always the way you always think it's going to be the best time of your life best foot forwards Mm. and then the next minute three weeks in they're dropping passive aggressive post-it notes at your door you know i think we could entertain the concept that we were the bad housemates Like, I know we're the main characters in our lives, but there is possibility that we were the shit housemates. Maybe you were? Yeah, maybe I was. You were messy. I'm not messy. Yeah, you're messy. I'm not messy. I haven't been messy in, like, 15 years. Babe, I'm talking in our early 20s. Yeah, okay. You were definitely messy. Was I? Yes. Mm, okay. You've forgotten. I've forgotten because I'm not good. messy anymore. No, good. Cannot handle mess anymore. No. So you used to do a long-distance relationship. Yes. And so you did technically share a home, but it was 
predominantly your home most of the time because he was away. Yes. So we used to do frequently three months together, three months apart. It's just the actor's lifestyle. Jobs can take you here, there and everywhere. And we were only together in between jobs. But the home was yours essentially. Yeah. I rented it because I was in it most of the time. So this is harking back to the days of when I worked on Neighbours And I was signed away for a two-year contract. So I knew as an actor, which is very rare, that you're going to be in one place for any given amount of time. And my ex was a jobbing actor at that time. So he was hopping from film to film, if you like. And he and I, there would always be a gnarly adjustment period every time he came back. Because like you were saying... You get really comfortable with your own space and things being exactly where you like them to be and no one's shit around. And this is before I had kids. So I wasn't even handling kid mess like the way you are. This is someone else's mess and they take up space. Again, this is back in the day where I lived in a tiny cramped one bedroom apartment. Loved it, but it was teeny tiny. So any additional bodies were felt. (laughs) Big time. And he was a big body too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Huge body. Hulk sized, you might say. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened in the adjustment period? Did you fight a lot? No, I think I was just more irritable. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's on me and I'll wear it and I'll own it. I'm a bit like, oh, do you have to put, oh, he's sitting there. Oh, (laughs) the bed's not made. Oh, all the things. (gasps) Bed made. Bed making. This is, I feel like this is a sign that you're a grown up. It's like, I cannot start my day without making my bed now. And it's one of those things that always ends up on those lists of what efficient people do is they always make their bed or whatever. But no, I like feel unease if my bed isn't made now. Yeah, it can be ritualistic as how you start your day. I would say I'm as good as making a bed as I am going to do exercise. I'll go through a three-month stage of bed making every morning and then I'll fall off the bandwagon Mm. and then I forget to make my bed. And yeah, I feel out of control when I don't. Yes. I hate it. Got to do it. So my parents have an interesting bed making rule, which they solidly abide by without exception which is the last person to get out of bed makes, makes the bed. It the bed. Yeah. Would be awkward if the first person to get out of bed made the bed with the person in it. I'm just doing hospital corners while you're in here, babe. Hospital corners. <laughs> I don't even know how to do hospital corners. Wait, this is a whole other thing about cohabitating. How you like your bed. Like top sheet, no top sheet. Ooh. Duna, no duna. What are you? A light, well, I used to be top sheet duna, but now I'm light coverlet, no top sheet. Light coverlet, no top sheet, no doona? Doona in winter only. So like, this is a coverlet. Yeah, this is a coverlet. Yeah. Oh, so you just sleep with that? Just that. And how frequently do you wash that? Once a week on Thursdays. Oh. Yeah, but it makes making the bed really, really easy because you just pull it up and it's neat or whatever. Totally. Yeah, but I have a doona folded over the end just for, you know, aesthetics. And if it's cold, you just yoink that up. But I remember when I moved in with my ex, he was a no top sheet, like got stressed by a top sheet I, i'm with him he's i think it's very british you yeah. don't really do top sheets oh do you? is that right i think so my mum does and oh. she's british i know oh okay that ruins that theory yeah. but anyway he was like anti-top sheet like it made him stressed like he thought he was gonna get eaten alive in the night by the yeah. top sheet no you get twisted in knots yeah but in i was top like sheet. i'd never not had a top sheet so i was like but it's weird not to have one Anyway, he totally got me out of it. So yeah. I'm now like, ew, top sheet. Ugh. More admin. More admin. Got to wash. But I mean, and then you got to wash everything. Yeah, you got to wash it all at some point. Yeah. But anyway. But making. 
Making a bed, a whole added sheet, yeah. to me, yeah. sounds like more work than it's worth, yeah. to be honest. And so we just never put a top sheet on our kids' beds because, you know, if they wet the bed or you got to make like wash the linen more or whatever, it's so much more annoying. So now there are no top sheets in my house. Great. None. But this is the thing you've got to negotiate when you move in with someone. How do they like to sleep? Oh, gosh. You know, I've never actually spent that much thought thinking about the top sheet. But now I'm thinking about every guest we've had stay over in our spare room. And I wonder if they're judging us for not having any top sheets. Like, I wonder if they crawl into that bed next door and go, oh, they don't have a top sheet. What the fuck is wrong with them? Only getting two stars on Airbnb. (laughs) Legit. (laughs) And then, of course, who cooks? Oh, pubs in my household. Yeah, but see, again, I would find this a hard adjustment. I have my midweek meals. Mm. My ex was happy to eat whatever I ate. Like, he just wasn't really a cook. But he'd also be happy to cook. But I was always like, no, I don't want that. Like, I was the annoying one. Yeah. But now I'm like, my midweek meals are getting weird as a single person. But I love them. What do you mean? What do you mean? First of all, what is this term, midweek meals? Well, like, on the weekend, you'd, like, get takeaway or go out or whatever. Right. But midweek, you're just eating, like, I don't know. A sandwich. A sandwich? I don't know. For dinner? (laughs) Look, I've started packing Rafa's lunchbox for the first time today and I had to make a sandwich for the first time. So I was like, this is what people eat for lunch. for the first time. She's got a three-year-old, y'all. She's made a sandwich for the first time. Oh, dear. No, not a sandwich, but like my favourite midweek meal at the moment is like basically this like chicken bowl. Oh, yeah. And it's like chicken, a little bit of lettuce, some broccoli, some avo and like pickles. Yum. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, you wouldn't serve that to someone. No. Especially if you'd just moved in. They're like, is this how you eat, you weirdo? (laughs) So then you'd have to make something more traditional. Yeah. You know, like, these are the things that's hard to let go of. Yeah, they are. But Mm. there's compromise, right? So if you're moving in with your partner for the first time, there is a bit of give and take. Like, you can't just be staunch in your opinions about a householder's run. Just like every relationship, you've got to meet in the middle. Yeah communicate well I mean it's that old thing that we always talk about bring all the conversations to the table don't be passive aggressive don't let things fester yeah and I think people living together whether it's a love interest (laughs) suddenly we're in a movie um whether it's your romantic partner or a flatmate Mm -hmm. I think laying everything out on the table right from day dot is crucial yeah But sometimes there's teething period, right? You've got to find your rhythm and flow in who showers first in the mornings and all that kind of stuff. And that takes a little time. But I do think the domestic chore side of things is important. So going back to the cooking, which we just talked about, do you have a rule of whoever cooks the other person cleans? I know a lot of people do that. But then I've got a girlfriend, Simone, who works with us on the potty, where she's like, dude, my husband uses every Every fucking pot pan bowl yeah Yeah. and she's like it is the worst thing ever trying to clean up after him totally so i understand that for her that might not suit her that would not suit me or in my house my husband takes care of the kitchen entirely it is his domain i'm fully in charge of laundry and room tidy up etc so it evens out but I kind of love that I don't have to clean up his mess because on the very, 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 very rare occasions that I do cook, I'm a tidy up as you go, minimal mess kind of gal. So it wouldn't be fair if he cleaned up my minimal mess and I had to clean up his disaster. Yep. Yep. Well, look, 
Good luck. I feel like there's such a difference with moving in with someone for the first time when you're 24 and, you know, potentially when you're older and got kids and come with all your baggage. Yeah, an enormous difference, especially, as you said, the baggage, but also the older you get, the Mm -hmm. more set in your ways Mm -hmm. you become and the less malleable you become. I think at 24, Julia, I'm going to make a passing assumption and assume that he's around your age. Fucking mold that shit. Train yes. that shit up. Train him up. Yeah. Make him a good house pet. Yes. Lay down <laughs> that law, baby. Go, Jules. You'll love it. Have fun. Well, well. I don't know if we turned any dilemmas into dilemonade no, today, but I think we just riffed on a topic of housekeeping. <laughs> Not housekeeping. <laughs> what was it? Housemates. Flatmates. Cohabitation. Cohabitation. Babe, do you need to go get some Botox? <gasps> getting Botox yeah, and we're late. today. We go. My God, that's nutso. Yeah. Oh my hey God. guys, jump on our socials. I'm going to live this so you can watch Jem freak out getting her first Botox. Oh my fucking God. All right, let's do it. Love you. Bye. Bye.